Mr. Orenthal James Simpson. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> He's murdered a bird. <laughs> yeah, he has actually killed something out on the playing field. Joe Torrey took a shit on uh, Steinbrenner's <laughs> desk. Okay. When he was still playing for the Cardinals. One, two, Happy Halloween, boy! Happy Halloween. <laughs> Nothing scarier than these three morons getting together. Just I'm after gentleman. it. I want the gentleman. Gentleman! <laughs> oh, thank you. It didn't feel right. Okay. Episode 14? Our Halloween episode? Is this our first? It's our first spooky episode. Oh my gosh, guys. Real spooky boys. Welcome, guys. We are back at it again. Happy Friday. We got our drinks. Hopefully, every weekend plans. Guys, I think we're in the maybe the best period of sports of the yes. whole year. That's NHL great. dropped their pucks. I think all 32 teams played in one night. NBA just tipped off. We have the World Series set, and we are in the middle of college football, NFL football. We got a sports docket. We got a big potato. We got our picks. A big potato. We got a lot going on in our spooky, spooky episode. But first, boys, what are we drinking? Oh, me? Okay, I was just waiting. Okay. You look so excited. Well, I am excited because I know I, once again, I'm going to have to eat crow for making fun of you for your oh, lack of no. diversity. Because I went back to one of my old staples, one of my old favorites, Bullet Bourbon Frontier Whiskey. Oh, man. Oh. Oh glory! I almost, yeah. I almost went with bullet today. Yeah, I yeah, wound up going with Maker's Mark. Oh, with Maker's Mark. Oh, Been drinking Maker's, Maker's Mark, Mark all week when I was out hunting, and uh, it was, it was calling to me. Oh, I forgot, Joey. Joey's got to tell us about a beer. Please tell us the, the beer chaser today. <laughs> the beer chaser today is by a brewery in Denver called Crooked Stave. Local. Oh, I know that uh, place. That, yeah, it's an awesome place. We went down in the source. That place was awesome back in the day. But they only did uh, sours. And then now I guess they are doing other beers. And now it's called the New West Coast Style IPA Crooked Stave. 6%. It's it's good. It's delightful. It has this juicy, Ooh, hoppy, juice crispy Ooh. deliciousness. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Special music. Hashtag drink local for Joe. Right. It's so juicy and delicious. I thought, well, right. since it's our Halloween episode, I broke out some apple brandy that I had. Why do you have that? House. That's a that's a that's a shocker to find out that you just that's a thing that you own. Yeah, I used to work at a wine shop, and they closed up shop and gave me a lot of free booze. And oh, apple nice brandy man. was yeah. one of them. So I've had it in the back for a while to break it out every October, November to sip on a little bit. So. Man, you have some restraint, my friend. That was uh, that was a long time ago that you moved, that you quit working there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I was going to say, I, I remember that. That uh, that's been a while. Ago. Yeah, so yeah. I break it out for the for the seasonal stuff. It actually has a little bit of a bite to it. It's not just all apple like some of those some of those boozes are. There's actually a little bit of a bite to it. So thoroughly enjoy it. But should we jump into the sports talking, boys? Got a lot to go over. Yeah, so many get, sports. Get going. Sure. All right, guys, Michigan missteps Not. find itself in a giant cheating scandal. I love it. I love it. This is huge. Here's the facts that we do know. We got a coach, 28-year-old former military man, Connor Stallions. What a hell of a name. He uh, bought tickets to four different campus games, uh, and all these were four CFP contenders last year, which is illegal, if I read that right. You cannot buy games to scout uh, before you play a team. Uh, he also had a record number of purchases of SEC title game tickets in 2021 and 2022. 12 of the 13 Big Ten schools have records of Stallions buying tickets to their games, which, like we said, is illegal to buy tickets to scout your team. This feels like, to me, Harbaugh is going to the NFL, whether he wants to or not next year because of this. I think this all came from some, some security footage that was leaked of him on the sidelines um, it's a big investigation right now. NCAA is getting involved. Big Ten's getting involved. Bye bye. Well, it sounds like it's just like it's crazy amount of cheating going. I uh, yeah. but I don't understand about that about going to watch other games. I mean, uh, in high school, we have scouts from other teams at our games all the time, and we and we went and watched other teams play 
all the time. I mean, that was just something that we did going scouting and then going to a brewery after. It was excellent. Uh, <laughs> like, the, you know, like the best coaches do. Like yeah. Crooked Stave. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a scouting kid. Yeah. Uh, I think it's this, – this is – this is going to be really bad because they they released this this photo of um, all of Ohio State's hand signs um, on a clipboard, and the, and it was a still photo of uh, Michigan Ohio State game of last year. So now that everybody's going to be saying, "Oh my gosh, this this is just why Michigan has been uh, on a three-year tear. This is why they beat Ohio State back-to-back years after losing to them for what seemed like a decade, maybe longer yeah, in, a long a, time. in a row." You know, and it just seems like all of these guys they just all think that they are bigger and on a better and on un, untouchable. Belichick is the same way. And it's just like, but you're going to get caught. It's going to happen. And then college, you can just like, oh, leave and go somewhere else. Like pull a John Calipari like he's done to every Pete single Carroll. team that he's <laughs> ever done. Pete Carroll did the same thing once in the NFL. That's what. That's exactly what you're right. That's exactly what Harbaugh's going to do. He's going to go to the coach of the Bears. Whether he, he wants to or not, he is getting yeah. out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no more negotiation for him. Just whoever's willing to throw out a contract. Uh, a couple of things that I did want to point out in this is uh, – when I was kind of briefly looking into this, I did see that there was a public Venmo record of someone in the upper echelon in the football program at Michigan sending him money. And the tagline was GA Georgia a week Whoa. before the Ooh. Georgia game that he attended. Oh boy. And of course we ah. should say this coach has said, and he has do- done no wrong. He is a veteran. He claims he's buying large amounts of tickets for vets to go to these games. Is his side of the story? If we're going to be the best journalist that we can be, it doesn't look good though. That's a tough no. sell. That's, That's a, a tough sell. A tough yeah. sell. I did like. Did anybody see Kirby Smart's response when he was asked about you know what what's all of this about uh, Michigan having potentially stolen signs, all of that? Kirby Smart's response was. Yeah, I saw that game last year. I don't, I don't know that there was anything in that game that would indicate that they had stolen our signs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Matt Rule actually came out, the Nebraska coach, saying he's been in the NFL. He's seen high school. Both are using technology, and college football is stuck in the Stone Age, still using posters and signs and symbols to call yeah, their like plays, that. and he's I wondering like why, why we're not in the 21st century using technology. To prevent stuff I don't like trust this. the technology, Cody. All right, it's like we 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 down here in one A football in Colorado still use hand signs, and we always like mix them up and encode words and things. And this is like I, it's. I think it's more fun. It, may, it makes everybody more engaged. I love it. I think that we just get it into a headset is almost kind of like cheating. I don't know. I don't like it. I think that's like a. I just. I'm just so old school where it's just, dude communicate you're part of a team you know don't, don't just get it buzzed into your head you know i don't like that i don't like it get off my lawn there Jim. but that is a story we're going to continue to follow more stuff just coming out Love the investigation is happening i don't see hardball sticking around and it's of yeah, course no he's going to claim he didn't know anything about it but there's no way he didn't know something about it he definitely knew something about yeah it. but we're gonna be jumping around in the docket who lost the most uh hoobla this week this last week the Lions got their ass kicked yeah. by the Ravens, or the 49ers, who uh, Brock Purdy. Back to back. Mr. MVP, we gave him credit last week. Couldn't get them the dub. They've lost two in a row. I know, lost dude. The most who do you got? Man, uh, I think 49ers are the most vulnerable here. You know, I, I feel like it's not, it's not uncommon to see a quarterback come in and have one good season or, or a good solid stretch of games. Brock Purdy put up crazy numbers with the amount of wins that he had and, and all of that. But, um, you know, it seems like he's kind of crashing back down to earth a little bit. Defenses are starting to figure out how to fluster him, how to force him to be the decision maker rather than just running the scheme. Um, I'll be interested to see what he does. I'll be interested to see what Shanahan does to respond. He may uh, not even play this week. He has a, he's in concussion protocol. So he, man, there's a chance that. he doesn't play, and Sam Darnold comes out of the woodworks and plays against Dude, Joe Burrow in the What bands. if That's rough. Sam Darnold comes out and just tears it up? 
I'm going to go out on a limb and say that he won't. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bold I statement. Just, I was just listening. Orlowski or somebody was saying that Sam Darnold could, could lead the 49ers to a Super Bowl. That's just how deep and how stacked they are. So now let's see if that actually could happen. Oh, you know, Joey, I, Lions or 49ers? Who, who's your... Um, for me, the biggest, more big, the biggest disappointment was the Lions. I think I just destroyed. Uh, really, uh, no, they just got destroyed. You know, and I, you know, I've, I've been talking big about Baltimore the whole, like all the whole season. I'm, I'm, I like Baltimore. Lamar Jackson. People said that might have been like the best game he's ever played. You know, and he was just absolutely incredible. He was one of my early pre preseason MVP picks with Joe Burrow hasn't uh, worked. And that's led to my playoff. My, no, my uh, fantasy teams just getting their asses kicked <laughs> Joe Burrow. Damn it. But I thought that, uh, I thought Detroit and um, Baltimore would be the game of the weekend. I thought that that was going to come down to a last minute play last second. And they just got, they just got their asses kicked in now a team that's supposed to have start to, to finish. Yeah. The team's supposed to have the fight. Just, didn't didn't have I mean, out of caffeine. They, the eight hundred and fifty million. Yeah, get, get some more. Just... Hook up to an IV, Dan. <laughs> Laces out, Dan. Well, luckily the Lions play the Raiders on Monday Night Football, so I think okay, get... a little tune-up game. <laughs> yeah, tune-up yeah. game. I, mean, I think the they'll Raiders get cleaned just, up. The Raiders just got beat by a dude who got beat by Colorado School of Mines Ooh, last year. <laughs> but hell yeah. In in School of Mines defense, they are freaking awesome, and they the Carl really School good. of Mines are like one of the top. I, they, I know at one point they were the first overall ranked Division two team in America. They're freaking awesome, but at the same time, he lost to Carl School of Mines and then beat the Raiders in his last two competitive events. <laughs> What's his name? Tyler Bangent, right? Bangent. And did you read Bangent? his his Bangent. dad is a fifteen time. Uh, arm wrestling champion. <laughs> yes. Oh my Both God. Arms. Have Both you seen arms. what he looks like? Both that arms? guy looks like yeah. the son of a 15 time arm wrestling yeah. champion. Full Wait, Joey, what do you know about 15. the arm? What do you know about the arm wrestling circuit? You got, there's a both arm circuit. Oh no, like that just means you're a freaking of... badass. If you win competitions in both arms, you're like, holy shit, this guy's got the arms of Popeye. <laughs> just, yeah. Dang. Well, if he doesn't work out, but he's a D two quarterback in the NFL. I think it was the first time since like 1950. 19. It was just a. It was a very long time. But good for him. Yeah. Now he has to take on Dan Campbell and the boys. I think. Uh, I think it's the Lions. I think they got a little too uh, pumped up last few weeks. I think they started hearing all the noise and all the praise they were getting, and they were put in their place from the get go. I think Campbell will have them back where they need to be. I think they'll they'll wind up teeing up on the Raiders and yeah. exercising those demons and be more or less kind of back to where they were here pretty promptly. Got to be concerned about the Niners if Purdy can't go and Burrow coming off a bye. I think that'll be that might be the game of the week if I had to look. But moving on, we're jumping around. Joe, the World Series is set. The World Series is set, and while it might be the least watched World Series in the <laughs> history of World Series. I am extremely ecstatic. <laughs> let me tell it. you why. Your note, let me say, it. your note was fuck oh, the Astros and yep. Dodgers and yep. Philly. Ha, 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 ha. And I quote. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's the first time in six years it hasn't been the Astros or Dodgers in the World Series. And I just hate Philly. I hate, I just hate all Philly. You know, I shouldn't even, I shouldn't hate all Philly because I've been there and it was cool. I lived on the Jersey Shore. But the last fist fight I got into it as an adult was being punched by a Phillies fan. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Being punched in the face by a Phillies fan after he, I did spit on his hand. But it's because he oh, put oh, it in my face. Story. It's because he put it in my face after Charlie Blackman beat us in a walk-off. And this guy was like, this guy was flicking my ears and he was marching behind me and dancing around with my brother, my buddy, David. And we were just going... Oh, and then they hit the walk-off, and he tried to shake my hand, and I pushed it away. Then he put it right in my face, so I spit. And then he, and then he punched <laughs> me in the face. And then and then it just got went cray-cray from there. So Who won the I fight? Hate, I, well, we did, obviously. I mean, Obviously, guy, why even ask? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he just the guy, uh, the guy just got escorted out, to, to say, by every single person in that section. I don't think his feet touched the ground. So it was, Did you ever uh, tell us if you lost the fight? Yeah. Okay. All right, so the Astros, the Dodgers, and the Phillies all go down 
extremely exciting. And one of the best things about it was that the Astros lost at home on game seven when they were up three games to two in that series. And then Araldis Garcia just decided to Wait, only daddy. hit home runs. Hack you know, daddy. Hack daddy just started going ape. And then, unfortunately for the Phillies, who I do actually like their team, Bryce Harper, but uh, – they they just didn't they just didn't have it. I don't know what happened on that game seven in Arizona. This, they got, this they young got up and coming team. Yeah, they just got embarrassed. Yeah, this young up and coming team just took it to them, and uh, in game seven in Philly. So it was a pretty remarkable uh, series. The the six seed Diamondbacks and the five seed Rangers in the World Series. And this is why I'm really excited about it as a Rockies fan. And Cody, I guess you too as a Royals fan and every other shitty. Franchise in in uh, Major League Baseball, both the Rangers and the Diamondbacks lost a hundred games or more two seasons ago, and now they're in the World Series. So let's go Rockies, let's go Royals, let's see you guys in the World Series in 2025. But for this, I've got my pick as the Rangers. I think this uh, they're pitching their. I think Max Scherzer just jumping on this bandwagon is hysterical. At the last after, second. <laughs> after just, you know, getting taken the, the Mets for all they're worth and then peace. Yeah, right. Now I'm going to get a World Series. And then John Gray, old Rockies player who just, just, I mean, he didn't say he sucked, but he was just mediocre. He's now killing it for the Rangers. I think that they're just too too talented overall. They're uh, they're going to pull this off. But the way that Arizona's been fighting, I mean, I could see this maybe going to seven. So we'll see. Oh, Should man. be interesting. It'll be great to see. Game yeah. seven World Series is there. There's not a lot better. In Every sports. pitch is so intense. Every yeah, but the Rangers uh, runs per game. They beat the Diamondbacks in uh, ERA for starting pitchers. The Rangers have a leg up. Diamondbacks have a better ERA in the bullpen. So, it's I think it'll be come down of how the games start because the Diamond if they can just stick around that bullpen should be able to help. But for the Phillies, their murderers row of Schwarber, Trey Turner, and Bryce Harper went one for twenty in the last two games in Philly. They embarrassing. The Castellanos hasn't hit a hit in like four games after hitting like four in a row. Could the home runs on his four straight at bats? But this is the least win total I think in World Series history between two teams. Really? Or at least top one or two or top three. So statistic. Yeah, it is a ratings nightmare. Least least watched. It'll definitely be one of the least watched of of all time. But if you're a baseball fool like me, then you should check in because it's actually going to be good baseball. Yeah, it should be fantastic. yeah. Yeah. I just can't believe that you're not going for our boy Randy Johnson's team. I mean, who are you? I think I'm fighting for the Diamondbacks just because the small market team. They haven't won since 2001. They've only been in the World Series one time. They can't. They don't have a single player I can name on the team, and there's something kind of cool about that. You remember Evan Longoria? I do. That's the one player that I remember. Evan Longoria, it's a crazy story. He's 15 years in between World Series appearances. Yeah. 2008. With the Rays and 2023, that is remarkable. As the only guy, so, now can't we be still in the league? But yeah, moving on. NBA has tipped off. Nuggets wiped the floor with the talking Lakers. For some reason, they like to talk, and Nuggets oh. weren't having any part of that. Who's uh, your daddy? <clears throat> big one was uh, the rankings came out of players. Jokic was ranked number two. Giannis was ranked number one. Now, just I'm just spitballing here, but I think Jokic had maybe the greatest playoff statistical run in the history of basketball last year. Yes. Also, should have won a third MVP. Yes. But Joel and Plead had to bitch his way into one. Giannis hey, choked I in the playoffs it, last year. I don't know why Giannis is ranked number one. Yes, I think that I have obviously um, Homer bias with Jokic, and uh, he – the fact that he didn't win three in a row MVPs still pisses me off. If anybody was going to win it over him, I'm happy it's Giannis because he plays a game that I respect. He's he's a, like, he plays outstanding defense. He play uh, he's like uh, almost unstoppable to, to to stop if he's unstoppable to stop <laughs> if he if he's like driving down down the lane and he's developed a shooting game a mid range game that's pretty. Pretty incredible. I think Jokic with his with his triple threat option is just it is on. You can't. I 
I don't know. There's another word to say besides unstoppable. It's a stupid thing. I just keep on saying unstoppable. But Jokic is he's proven it. They can't play defense on him because if they play him tight, then he's going to find a pick and roll. If they if they leave him space, then he's either going to drive or just pull up from three and shoot it. He he can't be guarded. Then the offense can't be stopped. Yeah, I was going to say I I can't think of a better term for Jokic than unstoppable. Like I mean, to yeah. look at look at that. NBA championship run last season, you know, teams are coming in going, Oh, we, we've got the ingredients. We've got it figured out. We know what we're doing. I mean, the, the Lakers talked a whole bunch of shit just to go, you know, Lay an egg. swept. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, you know, Jokic is the man. And I think the funny thing is, is if this is anybody else, we'd be talking about, Oh, you know, do they feel slighted? Does this put a chip on their shoulder? You know, keep them hungry, go and win another one. I doubt Jokic knows. <laughs> I doubt he knows that he's he's in second place. Or cares. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I'm sure at some point in time someone will bring that up and he'll use that as an opportunity to talk about Jamal Murray or his horses. Because <laughs> yes. he doesn't care. Yeah. Yes. He's I'm more mad good. that his uh, summer was cut short by an extended run in the playoffs. Yeah, a little mini, a little mini squeeze. I think the Denver Nuggets are the most disrespected returning champion in NBA history. What have you it's... seen of any any talk about them? What so what's so far? They are third right now on the um, NBA Finals favorites after they've lost nobody and they only got better. Yeah, losing Bruce Brown is going to hurt. But yeah, like, what bummer. they filled in, what they filled in on the, on the, on the other spots is, is amazing. I think Jokic is, is the best player that we have seen uh, in I don't know how long. Right now, in his whatever seasons he has played, I think he's only played eight years, Something he like has three of the top 12 best statistical seasons ever and he owns <laughs> also yeah, yeah and you know where the other two are he is 12 and then the other two are second and first all time as the best statistical seasons of all time is player efficiency rating Nikola Jokic in last season 34.88 and he lost the the MVP to in plead Nikola Jokic in 21-22 32.8 all right Third all time, Wilt Chamberlain in sixty one sixty two. Yeah. All right. Man. Okay. But then guess who's four and five? Giannis. All right. So this dude dominates the same way that Jokic dominates games, just in a completely different way. I mean, Giannis is a. I mean, Jokic is a facilitator. Giannis will just absolutely wear you down, bruise you up, and physical you, and then bore you to death with his fifteen second free throws. So it's. I get it. It pisses me off. I think it's Jokic. I get it. He's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't necessarily know that they're disrespected as much as it's just a function of where sports media is. They play the most boring, the most just like easygoing game of basketball in the NBA. And so I, I'm sure from a media perspective, it's just tough to make that look sexy, to make that look alluring. I mean, it's it's no different than saying – you know, Air Force football right now, who is undefeated. They're amazing. You know, one, one of our military academies is undefeated with nothing but dudes that they could recruit who are small enough to fly a plane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and nobody yeah. talks about it because you know what they do? They line it up and they run it directly at the defense's teeth a thousand yep. times a game and just win. But it's the most <laughs> unsexy. It's the most... It's it's mind numbing to watch, but I love it. But it's yeah, it's it's one of those where it gets no playtime, it gets no attention because at the end of the day, you know, your average fan just doesn't care about the technicality of that. They're looking for the flash. Absolutely. And, yeah, I, I would disagree with them being the most disrespected. I just think that their brand of basketball isn't going to be well represented or focused in on. Uh, in today's media environment. Give the Nuggets respect. They're the best team in the league. They deserve their respect. Like it's not a 38-year-old LeBron and Anthony Davis who's going to play 50 games this year. If, if. If that. Yeah. All right. And wrapping up the docket, boys, Wimby is taking center stage this week. Uh, is it the field 
or is it Wimby for Rookie of the Year? Let me just, I looked up some of his uh, statistics on his body. <laughs> what do you think his shoe size is? Just just looking up dude's bodies? Oh, yeah, looking it up. What do you think his shoe size is? I don't know, like an uh, eight, nine? I'd say, um, <laughs> A kid's I'm going to say 21. <laughs> Wow, damn, Joe is good at this. 20 and a half is his shoe <laughs> Way to go, Joey. 20 and a half. He is seven foot three and a half. Don't forget that half. Wow. He has a wingspan of eight feet. He's Dude, he 19, looks, and he's from Paris. <laughs> he looks like a pterodactyl. I mean, it's a, it, it is mind-blowing when he just goes like... <laughs> it doesn't like, make it's, sense. It's, it looks like he can fly if he just flaps it really, really hard. <laughs> Like that, that if he ran off a cliff and yeah. flapped his arms. Yeah. Uh, most books have him as the odds-on favorite to win. FanDuel at minus 160, MGM minus 145, DraftKings minus 130. So you taking the field or Wimby for Rookie of the Year? Caleb Williams is also no longer in the Heisman race, so Chris is going to win that bet while me and yeah. Joey yeah. kick rocks. They, they just took Eat him it. Out. it doesn't matter how the rest of the season goes, so you're done. Yeah, you're toast. Sorry, buddy. So, Chris, are you going to do a victory lap and choose the field? Yeah, I'm, I'm definitively going with the field. You give me a 50-50 chance of one person versus every other single person, yeah, I'll go ahead and go with every other single person. He's, a good, he's good Scoot, We got Scoot Henderson. Chet Holmgren is back from injury, so he's technically still a rookie. Mm-hmm. He was the unicorn before Wimby. So, and then Brandon Miller from Alabama, who may or may not have... Participated in a murder. And then Cam Whitmore. So Chris is taking the field. Joey, are you going with I'm taking the field. I'm going with the field too, and I think I'm just gonna take I'm gonna take Scoot Henderson. I think with with Dame gone, I think this kid's gonna shine. And I like how he went and he just foregoed foregone. Forgone. Did not go. He did not go to college and he played in the G League and he dominated, man. And I think that him and those uh, twins, Thompson twins, the Amon and Azure, they they also played in like the G League Ignite or whatever. I think they're going to come in and they're going to play well because they were playing against other like professional athletes and guys who were just like, uh, I think that G League produces some good players. So I think Scoot Henderson is going to shine in, in uh, Portland because there's nobody else. Guys, I'm taking Wimby. How is no one taking Wimby? He is the most insane thing we have ever seen in the NBA break. history. I just don't I think, think that he has the size yet. Yeah, I just don't think that he has the size yet to have the longevity across the full season. I, is he the best rookie that's that's playing right now? Heads and shoulders, definitively, yes. It's just those those tall, lanky guys come in and they get beat to hell at this next level and they wind up kind of nursing some injuries and not working at full capacity for a decent chunk of the season. And so he just, I I think that he'll wind up developing into that generational talent, but I think he needs some time to actually develop an NBA caliber body and build. He put on, I think 30 pounds. He didn't play in the FIBA world cup. So he, he, mistake. That was a mistake. He should have. I think he was getting I, ready I, for the. I think he's focused on the Olympics, and then so. But sure, I, I'm, that, I'm but taking I think him. He needs. He needs all the high level competition he can get before he comes in and gets just pounded in the end in the NBA because he is he is he looks so fragile that it, it, like he is going to break if he just plants and goes. I know he's got his skills, but Scoot Henderson looks like a like a human badger. I mean, he's just like just <laughs> low to the ground and like feisty and just straight muscle, you know, and just like just he's he plays nasty defense. I I don't know if I I guess yeah he literally is the unicorn and that they said Chet Holmgren was the unicorn. I call Otani the unicorn. So that unicorn gets thrown around a lot. Down there for the sports docket boys. Music break. Music break. And we're back. No squeeze of the week. We're keeping the, uh, what'd you say, Chris? <laughs> we're preserving the aura of the greatness of the squeeze. So us three morons didn't have anything. But please send in your squeezes, boys, uh, all listeners, through DM or email. Joey, how can they do that? Listener, boys, all listener, girls, too, Cody. What? Sorry. Yeah. But you say listener, boys, and listeners. <laughs> <laughs> You got me. All right, listeners. 
You can now submit your most outlandish sports dates by emailing us at juiceboyshow at gmail.com. That is juiceboyshow at gmail.com. Or send us a DM on Instagram. Hey, have we got any DMs? I think still just right. rhymes with Ike telling us to yeah. blow him. Okay, so somebody be our first DMer, please. Uh, um, Thanks, rhymes with Ike. Yeah. DM us on Instagram at juiceboysshow at juiceboysshow. And it has the pulp. We'll sift it. Then we'll read it, or we'll sift it while reading it, on the show. <laughs> what? We multitask hey, here on the let show. Him, let him just, just do his thing, okay? <laughs> Take it away, Chris. Joey. Oh, hey, it's back to me. Okay. Chris. What's up? Hey. Hi. Chris. <laughs> Chris. Yeah? All right. What's hey. up? Hi. Who, who's sponsoring today's Today in Sports History new segment? Yeah. Hey, look at us. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. Today's... God, this is just ugly to say. Today's today in sports history. Today's, today's historical moment. Today let's, let's in go with sports that. history. Let's go with today's historical moment. Is brought to you by getting drunk while trick-or-treating. Oh, yes. Fellas, it's that time of year again where children all across this great nation will be donning costumes and learning to accept candy from strangers. And all the while, being supervised by you. They're overworked and overtired parent. Well, good news, parent. Halloween night is the perfect time to thumb your nose at public intoxication laws by serving yourself up a thermos full of your favorite liquor to help you make it through the evening. It's just a hot toddy. Just, just a, little, a little how you doing. Just a little hot toddy. Yeah. And there's no judgment here as getting drunk while trick-or-treating is quickly becoming a beloved part of Halloween nationwide. And if you aren't supervising children, we would also like to welcome you to hand out beers and canned cocktails to the parents at your door. And maybe set aside a few shooters for those folks who look truly dead inside. (laughs) Getting drunk while trick-or-treating, because these damn kids shouldn't be the only ones enjoying overindulgence this Halloween. I love it. I love it. Here's to you. Thank you. I don't know how they're paying us, but thank you. You know, so funny side story, the first year that my wife and I owned our home, I like brought out a bunch of beer and like truly and what have you. And so I tried to hand them out to parents and I got about a 100% response rate of, oh yeah, no, I've I've already got several. Thank you. (laughs) Everyone's on the same page. Yeah, yeah. Big ups to my neighborhood for representing. Apparently, by the time people got to my house, they had already been handed a six-pack from all of my neighbors. Love it. All right, guys, we're trying a new segment. Instead of stat of the day, we're going today in sports history. Now, is it the day we record or is it the day the episode drops? Oh, too many questions. The, we'll go the week that episode that was, that is released. That was one single question. Yes, and it's too Tell many. Tell me for the me year. To, let's see. Oh, you you will never guess this. 1981. It had to do with the Yankees. I'll even give you that much. <laughs> Joey usually uh, has one. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, Reggie Jackson retired and punched Billy Martin and George Steinbrenner in the face on the way out. Oh, that'd be incredible. It's a dream. Yeah. That's actually yeah. as close as you'll. Probably ever get actually. Hell yeah, Chris. Do you have a guess? <laughs> yeah, super close. Yeah. Joe Torre took a shit on uh, Steinbrenner's <laughs> desk. Okay. When he was still playing for the Cardinals. <laughs> no, he was managing at that point, I think. But in 1981, George Steinbrenner, old Georgie, uh, scuffles with two fans in a hotel elevator. Oh. Could you imagine getting a fight with George Steinbrenner in the elevator? Yes, I could. And then uh, it turns I, out I, that I, it was I, just yeah, Larry yeah. David. <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Moment of history, but I just couldn't imagine getting. What do you have to say to George Steinbrenner for him to get in a scuffle with you? And, yeah, and, and, and anything. The guy was a think, psycho. What do you think happens to the rest of your life when he sends his lawyers after you? Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Dude, he hired and fired Billy Martin like four times. <laughs> I mean, it was just like, I thought it was, it was crazy. He was, he was insane. He got banned from the, from baseball, from attending baseball 
when he was the owner of a baseball team. He was not allowed to go to the baseball team. He was not allowed to go to the games of the team that he owns in the stadium that he owned. That's crazy. They made it to the World Series that year against the Dodgers and lost. Yeah. That was uh, Fernando Valenzuela. That was uh, Fernando Mania, whatever they called it that year. He was incredible. Chris Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. So, new segment. We'll uh, bring that back when it's done. That's a fun one. George Steinberg gets in a But, guys, I can't make this up. Our friend uh, Ike texted me during that segment what? and said, This tall fuck, oh my fucking God, this is the greatest player to ever touch the basketball. And that's Wimby? because Wimby is playing right now as we record this. Ooh. <laughs> greatest player to ever he, touch a basketball. Wow. Ike. That is, that is Ike. Ike. from Ike. Ike is Drake. on the board, and that couldn't have timed out any better to that segment. So, shout out to Rhymes with Ike, as always. Great listener of the show. And squeezer of bullshit. But uh, what are we going with today for the big potato guys? The scariest athletes, athletes. of all time. Who struck fear in your in their opponents' hearts, or for my uh, side, the viewers' hearts? All right, there's some guys I was just like, I'm terrified for my team to go against. Yes. And in spirit of Halloween, let's get scary. Yeah, Chris, you you start Ooh. us off. Let's get spooky, boys. Let's get real spooky. Spookiest player I could think of, Mr. Orenthal James Simpson. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> now, this guy played for 10 years. Did he? <laughs> primarily for the Buffalo Bills. He was, he was really good. He was amazing. And was inducted to the NFL Hall of Fame back in 1985 after averaging more than 1,000 rushing yards a season. He had a 2,000-yard season. He was he had sixty one touchdowns. Yeah, um, let's see here. It was nineteen seventy three. So in his in his fifth year, is he got uh, his his one and only two thousand yard rushing season. Um, terrifying for uh, opposing defenses <laughs> to have to go against. Uh, Heisman very, Trophy winner. Heisman yeah. Trophy winner. Very yeah. very spooky competitor. Um, and not scary in any other ways. Yeah, no, after 1985 in the Hall of Fame, he's just wasn't scary anymore. He did write a book okay. that, uh, that was met with some public pushback, we'll say. Yeah. Okay. I heard and, something happen with, with sports memorabilia. Yeah, he's, he's made some choices. Um, but oh, and he mostly... also murdered. He also murdered two people. <laughs> you know, but we just we'll, we'll skip no, 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 over we're, that. But, we're yeah. just talking about spooky yeah. on the field. Oh, right. Yeah, I mean, I could go with Aaron Hernandez, you know, but um, he's just he's dailed. So you know, it's just let 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 the dead what that ones be. But for my first one, I'm gonna go with a guy that was, I think, a legitimate lunatic playing the game of football and he is no longer allowed to play the game of football anymore because of his lunacy and now I'm going to take Vontez Perfect. Oh, he was right. Vontez Perfect was about a, <laughs> 200, was a maniac. 280 pound linebacker that could run and was not afraid to throw a shoulder or an elbow into uh, anybody coming across the middle. And he delivered the most brutal, intentional, disgusting hit on Antonio Brown that I will attest to this day is why Antonio Brown is the way that he is. Vontez Perfect caused CTE single-handedly on several, several NFL players. It got to the point where after his last ridiculous cheap shot, because this dude was just going out there and head hunting. Oh, yeah. Just like, I'm going to go out there and see if I could literally rip your head off and see if I could commit legal murder like on this field. All right. And so after he got busted for, I think, his fourth suspension for dirty hits, they were finally like, you can't. You can't play anymore. Yeah, you're done. And he is. We just don't want you here. That's that's yeah. pretty much what they. Did. Yeah, he is forever banned from playing in the NFL. And I, from, to my knowledge, I think he's the only guy I've heard of. No, didn't Greg Hardy also get the death penalty because he's such a, just, a, just an overall piece of trash, just a horrible human being? Yeah, but he had some off-field issues too. Yeah, so I think yeah, Perfect was the only one. Just like nope, 
So he just he just wasn't welcomed. He, yeah, he was not welcomed back. Yeah. Perfect missed a total of 22 games due to suspension, which is roughly 20% of his career was, was on oh suspension. Oh, my God. Uh, which he cost himself $4.6 million in salary. He's and a psycho. He was fined pretty much or close to half a million dollars, so about $5 million in career earnings just because he didn't want to learn how to hit right. Not wow, that's he a hell of a pick. Wanted to hurt, you wanted he to probably hurt. had a knife in his sock. Yeah, he wanted to hurt people. I'm going to go with the good old Dick Buckus. Mm. You talk about scary. You go watch highlights of for five name. minutes and a badass name. Back in the day when you could Man. throw haymakers, you could throw bodies on the ground, you could late hit. Oh, yeah. You could do the dirtiest of things. Yeah, Vontae's perfect would have loved it. Oh, he would have thrived. <laughs> he would have killed people. He probably yeah, would. They'd, they'd, they'd be dead. He would have still yeah. managed to find a way to get kicked out of that version of the NFL. Yeah. Oh, Lordy. Oh, uh, haymakers, clothesline, blindsides, flips. I mean, Dick, Buck- Dick Buckus was wrestling. At that point, it just scares me to watch highlights. I would never want to be on the opposing team playing that man. Oh. No, he was one of those guys where back in the day that like looked like just your dad during like a bowling tournament. You're just like this. This guy's an NFL player, and he was you know, a maniac. Just, just looking over there, but then when he was playing, like it, it, he would grab people by the face mask and that little bar in the middle. You know, and just like that was like a, a primary tackling method of his, and just like twisting until they went down. And I was like, well, that's his job that, was to get them to the ground, and he yeah, he did that. He did Pick number two, I'm going with Ray Lewis. Oh, that's yeah, that was my that was my other one backup. Yep, another Hall of Famer, 12-time Pro Bowler, seven-time All-Pro, two mm-hmm. Super Bowl rings. Dude had 41 and a half sacks in his what is it, 16-year career. Um, all of them with Baltimore, another guy who just dominated one side of the ball uh, for from start to finish across his entire career. One, let's hear a couple of defensive player of the years. Yeah, I mean, just just a just a phenom on defense and another guy who uh, never did anything spooky in his personal life. Well, something. I heard about something that happened in Atlanta in the summer of 2000, but, you know, I just uh, – he won a Super Bowl, man. He was Super Bowl MVP. It's just like give the guy a break. I mean, he might have just – he was just there when somebody got killed. He was just there. You know, it's, it's not his fault. I mean, come on. But like Brandon McCoy said, he found Jesus. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you. Absolution. Good for you, Ray Lewis. Good for Absolution. You. Looks great on you, Ray Lewis. Oh, JoJo. Another guy, two. scary player, but also I'd be terrified if I actually just like, if I bumped into Ray Lewis, like just like, like uh, hard. You, wouldn't, you mean you wouldn't spit on his hand? No. Oh, God, no. <laughs> My next pick. Tell us about is it. The man who invented the word sack. They had to create a name of the quarterback tackle and behind the line of scrimmage because of how dominant this dude was. When Deacon Jones was asked how he came up with the term sack, so he said, I did come up with the term sack to describe, to describe the devastation I was bringing on the poor, cringing quarterbacks in the NFL. Sack the quarterback. That was nice. I thought it was lots better than saying Jones tackles the quarterback the line behind the line for another loss of yardage. Had a ring to it, and it caught on with the viewer, with sports writers. But I tell you, doing it was a lot more fun than talking about it. He compared it to the Romans sacking Carthage, just complete and total devastation. They said that if Love they it. can count sacks, that he could have averaged, or not averaged, but he had a season where it could have been 40, could have had 40 sacks. And you know what his method was? He did the old, unique whoop up, up, upside the head. He would take his huge ass left hand and arm and just drill you in the side of your helmet on his pass rush. And he said to make him blink, but every single time he's just giving them mild concussions. And so they would just so they would black out for a for a small second, and then he would dip under and, and, and get there. Played for the Rams back in the day. They said they're probably the most feared player ever. And he had those kind of like sunk in eyes. Where he just where he just kind of looks like he's dead, but not dead, and just looking through your soul. 
and and he would just he would murder people. Deacon Jones, be terrified of Deacon him. Jones. Invented the sack. Great pick. Great pick. Guys, no one's gonna say the friend of the show. I was waiting for it, buddy. Chase Kepka. Randy Johnson Randy is the Johnson. most. Oh, that was my second. Oh my pick. god! Damn it! Can you just imagine stepping into the box? No. Even he's being so a left-handed scary. hitter, he's six ten. He throws sidearm. He's murdered a bird. <laughs> yeah, he has actually killed something out on the playing field. Yes, yeah. no one has done that. Know about it? Yeah. Yes, if he yeah. hit you in the temple, you were gone. How are yeah. you not scared to death? I would. Yeah. It oh would be like a gosh. cartoon. Like your brain would pop out the other side, and the and the baseball would just be implanted. Yes. In your like, out of all the people we just named, I think that would be the, like, I would, you had to pay me the most money to go up against Randy Johnson. Yeah, I think, like, I, would... just, I, I step in to take take batting practice against my pitchers. I coach middle school baseball. And it's scary because I know I'm going to get hit. You know, I just, like, I know that it's like, it, it, it is going to happen because. You have a I'm lot of 6'10 stand... lefties? Yeah, I'm just gonna stand in there and take it. I know I'm gonna. I don't have a batting helmet big enough for my head, and so I'm just like, I know that's gonna hurt, you know. But it's just like, it's like, oh, come on, just bring it, you know. And so, but going against that, I, I don't. When 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 do you even get your timing on when to even put your foot down? Not there would be it. a trail of urine going up to the batter's box, and then a trail of urine going back from the when he when he did strike me out. I'd be need to take to the hospital after if he like accidentally hit just, me. You're so. just out there making deals with God. Yeah, just just get me through this. But happy Halloween, boys. That's right. Those are the scariest spooky, spooky uh, stuff. Lawrence Taylor is also on my list. I mean, maybe yeah. the greatest defensive player of all time. Uh, I mean, he was only scary because he was just really freaking good. You know, Deacon Jones was giving you concussions, and Vontez Perfect forever was changing lives. You know, and so it's just <laughs> like made people. F- Never the same, forever, forever. And I don't know, I mean, OJ, OJ, OJ changed and, uh, a couple of lives. <laughs> <laughs> just a few. Just, just a few. A few. Yeah, yeah. Aaron Hernandez, go owners everywhere were never the same. Especially white Broncos. You can't. I mean, Ford had no. to shut down an entire car line <laughs> because yeah. of it. No. No. That'll do it for Big Potato. Next week, we have a... A listener submitted one that we're going to get into that we're <gasps> very excited about. So tune in next week. Hey. What? <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 Joey reading shit. All right, listener. Remember, you can now continue to listen and tell other people to listen to the show. On You all have permission to tell people to listen to us. Yes. On all major podcast networks, including Google. Spotify and And now YouTube. Yeah, let's go YouTube. If you're enjoying the show, please consider following and rating the show and leaving us a review if you listen through Apple or subscribing if you watch on YouTube. And we encourage you to follow our YouTube channel as well. Also be a friend, tell a friend about the podcast. You can follow us also on Instagram at Juice Boys Show. Salacious. Oh, that just about does it. Wrapping up. Don't, 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 don't. Odie, back to you. <laughs> that just about does it for us three morons on this spooky Halloween show. We're gonna wrap up with some picks. Chris, who are our picks sponsored by this week? So yeah, fellas, today's picks actually don't have a sponsor. Instead, we have a press release from a previous sponsor who wanted to take this opportunity (laughs) to clear the air. So I'll read it as written. We here at Harbaugh Brand Khakis (laughs) are aware of the allegations of stitching stealing coming from our governing body, Dad Fashion International. (laughs) We deny any wrongdoing and plan to fully cooperate with this investigation. We have gone ahead and put the low-level seamstress who supposedly stole trade secrets from Old Navy, Dockers, and Levi's on administrative leave, pending this investigation. Furthermore, we here at Harbaugh Brand Khakis 
wish to maintain our quality and consistency stems from our constant hard work, despite whatever Venmos may have been exchanged between <laughs> our CFO and said seamstress. Wow. And we look forward to a return focus on our high quality, affordable, and comfortable pants being donned by dads everywhere in the coming weeks. Thank you. Wow. God, God bless America. God bless America. If there was a hiatus in my Harbaugh brand khakis, then I had to cancel my monthly subscription. I would be so upset. They, they obviously so paid upset. for that spot, right? Yeah. They did, um, but but they they wanted a serious tone. They wanted us to know that that seam stealing is is very it's taken extremely seriously in the dad fashion industry and will not and has never been tolerated in the Harbaugh family brand of clothing. Just, wish just they were back design. under better. Yeah, I wish they were back under better circumstances. They'll but. be back someday. Someday. Oh, someday. Chris, yeah. Wrap us up. Yeah. Oh, what yeah. Do we, what, what do we, we got doing? with our? Uh, who's making money? Who's not? Am I still in the lead? Please say. Oh man, fellas, can we can we just can we just take a moment and <gasps> and just take a deep breath? Oh, do we all suck, fellas? We made nine picks last week. Oh no. Right. Oh gosh. You want to know how many we got right? <laughs> Collectively, one. me, one, <laughs> my one, my one, yeah. fellas. Holy, this cow. is this is a this is a podcast by the morons yeah. for the morons. Yeah. But by God, did we take <laughs> that to its worst possible logical conclusion? Cody zero and three, me zero and three. Oh my God, what the fuck are we even doing? Joey one and two, I guess. Yeah. Okay, fine. Thank you, um, Joe from Gulf Coast. Thank you, Joe. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna update season totals until we at least have enough to put in some win columns to give a shit about the season. <laughs> my hey, God, I gotta get my one on you guys. So God, give me my I one. Give me my one. What a show about sports gambling. Really to wrap up. Yeah, yeah. One for well, that's why I call gambling the house always wins. Joe, start us off. Yeah. Holy shit, fellas. We suck balls. <laughs> we were terrible. That's a, that might be the title of the show. All, All right, right Joey, boys. Start us off. All right, boys. Let me see if I can undo my dastardly deeds of the past two weeks where I've gone collectively one in five. All right, but I think this is all going to turn around. You know, where, uh, first of all, it's going to come out of... One story that we did not bring up this week was a hilarious interaction with Brady Quinn and the Cleveland Browns, specifically Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson is is not playing again this week when all medical doctors who have looked at him have cleared him. He did not have a concussion. They're saying that that he can play. It's just a pain tolerance factor. So Brady Quinn came out and said, that Deshaun Watson is like a trust fund baby. Yes. You get handed $230 million. Are you going to want to work? And says, no, you're just going to sit on your ass and do nothing. And so he said that, and Deshaun Watson's personal coach came out and just ripped on Brady Quinn. So Brady Quinn is such a badass, just posted, all right, me and you got to get together, massage the situation, do a happy ending until it's satisfaction. <laughs> I think that is one of the best mic drop moments I've seen in recent history. Just Jeez. up yours, Deshaun Watson. Like, who are the, the you are that that's it. He has had one of the biggest falls from grace, and he is not bouncing back like Tiger. I didn't think yeah. I didn't think Tiger would ever come back, and he did. Deshaun Watson is not even trying. Mike Vick he went might... to prison. Yeah, and he came back and then and came okay back now. and dominated. That's right. Deshaun you know, Watson, you just you just took a year off yeah. because you are a sexual predator. That's right. <laughs> Never convicted. So you're not taking know. the Browns. So I am taking Seattle minus three and a half over Cleveland. Uh, I love PJ Walker, the XFL standout. Uh, but um, Seattle's three and uh, four and two. They're playing really well, and I think uh, DK Lee back this week. Um, my boys Jackson Smith and Jigba finally got a, a tutty, and so I think they're gonna. Um, I think they're gonna win. Jack uh, Seattle minus three and a half over Cleveland. My first pick. Boom. I can't believe the Vikings are only minus one against the Packers, who the Packers were not were uh, underdogs against the Broncos. 
And so it's a pick em for well, the Vikings so. Packers. They lost. The, the Vikings just had the biggest win of their season. They, uh, they're really rolling here. Addison is a baller. He's good, dude. Her cousins showed good. up. The defense showed up. They're getting pressure on the quarterback. Jordan Love does not seem to be going in the right direction. I cannot believe it's just a pick em at that point. I easily get the Vikings minus one. Chris. Chris. All right. Yeah. Um, so I've, I've, I've sucked of recent. And so I'm just going to go ahead and do the reverse of whatever I think I had down Jaguars at Steelers under 42. Um, I'm going to go ahead and switch that to the over because, uh, yeah, my, my pick sucks. So I'm just going to do the opposite of what I think I need to do. And, uh, if that works out for me, like old Costanza. All right. For my numero dos picko. I'm going to take um, a college one, and I'm going to take Ohio State minus 14 and a half over Wisconsin. Ooh. I think that they, the Ohio State is just, they're on a mission right now. They got to do it. Their quarterback, this kid that I never heard of before, is starting to come out and sling it. I think that they need to be able to just build up some momentum and absolutely throat stomp Michigan here in a couple weeks in that last game of the season. So um, I'm sorry, Ike um, or Mike or whoever that Mike is, but Ike, Mike, dude, my, my boy, taking Ohio State minus 14 and a half over Wisconsin. My college game, I'm going to take the over 47 and a half, Oregon versus Utah. Probably the biggest game Oh, in I college. had that too. Yeah. Probably the biggest game in college. Oregon just, they put up a lot of points. 47 feels a little bit low. I agree. It'll probably be closer to that 50. I don't know if it'll blow by that, but I think it's going to be a fun game to watch. I'm excited for Saturday. Well, now i got to get another over, you dirty, dirty dude. Dirty, dirty dude. <laughs> I've got I've got Oklahoma minus nine at Kansas, so I'm going Kansas plus nine. <laughs> oh. The opposite. Okay. Going with the opposite, yeah. That's, I, that's ballsy. Oh, God. I don't know, buddy. <laughs> Football hat or uh, basketball has started for KU. So. I mean, I I hope so. You know, I hope so. I don't I don't think so, but I hope so. All right, yeah, wrap us well, up. now that you took my other over under, I gotta do an over under pick. Um, I think uh, that Justin Fields is he gonna be back this week? Nope. No. Never mind. Thank D2. you, friends. Thank you, friends. Another D two show. I'm not taking the over in that game because people. I don't want to take unders. I like points. I root for points. With that being said, I see a game here that should be higher than it is, but <laughs> it's not because the Broncos are not good. Let's go Broncos. Valid. Let's go Broncos over 46. Beat the Chiefs. Come oh, on, I was going to take that. Gosh dang it. Joe. Come on, baby. Let's go. Come on, Broncos. You so 40 to 7? No. For Chiefs, Broncos are going to win this game, dude. Holy Broncos shit! Are gonna we got to do this in, again. We got to go through this It's going to happen. Again. It's going to happen. I would have taken them, but I didn't have another. Uh, for, uh, for, uh, we got to go through the whole rings. thing again. That whole like the Model Three Tesla didn't exist the last time that the world the was a better place. Did. We know this, so let's 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 revert back. Let's go. Come on. I'm taking the under on the Jets and Giants game. Zach Wilson oh. versus David Jones. Daniel. Exactly. Mm. Or maybe he's not even playing. Bless you. Wasn't Davy Jones <laughs> wasn't Davy Jones a partridge boy? Yes. Thirty six and a half though. I don't think they're the Jets have a good defense. Giants defense started to figure it out. It's really just Saquon and uh Garrett. Got two playmakers on the team. I just don't see a ton of points going on. So I'm taking the under, my first under of the year. Way to go, just man. Take us home. All right. God, what do I want to do? I suck. Yeah, when I have not proven myself to be capable of that of recent. You know, I'm going to go with, with my hometown boys. Purdue at Nebraska, I, I had the under 39.5. I, I made some money this last weekend betting the under on Nebraska. Um, so we're going to go ahead and switch that to the over, since that's what I think is going to happen. Let's go points in the old Boilermakers at Cornhuskers. You know what's over? Not that game. <laughs> Pardon? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that game's not hitting the over, brother. That is a uh, that's a Big Ten battle. That's not going to happen. Do you guys want a side bet? I mean, Joey, 
how many weeks in a row did you did you get it wrong on over unders on Big Ten, and now now you've hit one, and you're the you're the expert. That's right. I won. I, I'm, I was the winner last week, so yeah, it's, that puts me. And I won golf. So there we go. <laughs> well, you know who else is over, guys? This fucking episode. No. I'm just over your bullshit. Is what's, what's over it for us, guys? The best part of the year is upon us. So many sports. So much. World Series. Do, should we do a, a pick them for NBA and NHL as well? I, I think we should do a, a special episode one of these weeks. Listener, DM us because we haven't had a DM yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah that DM too. Us, yeah. DM us your uh, DM us your NBA NHL picks because I'm going I'm going Nuggies and I'm going Avs. It's gonna both time both titles in Denver this year, baby. Both yeah. titles. Nice. Oh, Lordy. This whole ending is a mess. Episode 14 in the books. And that'll do it, boys. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Love, love, love. love.